Hi, this is Eileen Perez. You're listening to the CBH Podcast. Yes. Thanks for all you showed us. All right. Hey. It's Friday, December 9th. Welcome. This is the show. Um, you're listening to CVH Podcast. All right. Anyway, last weekend I did this gig, and I was sweating this thing a little bit. And um, let me just give you a little backstory. This is a this is an arts uh, organization called Art Bath. Art Bath. Uh, like you go and have a bath of art. I think that's what it means. I'm pretty sure. Um, it, it it's uh, founded recently, maybe in a, maybe in the last year and a half or so, um, by. Um, uh, um, uh, two dancers from the Metropolitan Opera um, who have just started this, you know, this idea that they wanted to put a lot of different elements into one, you know, kind of evening. And, and it turned into, uh, you know, it was like a real scene. Um, you know, they asked me to do this thing and a, and a couple of my friends had done it. So I, I checked out what they were into and it sounded like something fun. And I was told uh, that I could sing anything I wanted. And, and so that was, you know, herein lies the best part. <laughs> I had total creative control, which, um, you know, happens once every 10 years. Uh, and so, and so I, I said, yes. Um, you know, generally my instinct with this kind of thing is to say no. Why? Because it's, it's uh, out of my lane. I mean, it's in, my, it's in singing lane, but it's out of my, um, my comfort zone, you know. I like, <laughs> I like something that, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm used to wearing a costume. It's better for me when I wear a costume. The, the, the suit feels, I, I feel awkward in the suit. Um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, I don't feel free in it because I'm, because it's me, you know? And so that, that's, that's a, that's a challenge and probably something I need to, to work on to get over, but neither here nor there. Uh, I went and sang some jazz standards some Frank Sinatra, some Elvis, and, and um, you know, some Rodgers and Hammerstein. I got to tell you, it went pretty good. It was all right. Uh, they, they managed to put a nice audience, friendly audience, got them good and drunk, my favorite kind of audience. And uh, the evening was amazing. There was a string quartet and an actor, and they did kind of a tone poem. That was truly phenomenal. And it's in this place called the Blue Building, which is um, over on West uh, East 46th Street and uh, um, just kind of, um, uh, an empty-ish, you know, pre-war brick building that's got a lot of different interesting unfinished spaces. And so they decorate it and they light it and they, they create this really kind of cool atmosphere. And the show is progressive, you know, it starts off in one room and then there's like a little break and people get a drink and then they go to the next room and see the next show. And then, and, and so it's sort of like a, an ongoing rolling, um, performance. And I was, I was going in last which I didn't even know until, you know, right before. I said, oh boy, not only am I out of my comfort zone, but I'm, uh, you know, bringing in, <laughs> I'm bringing in the end of the show, which is intimidating for me. Uh, but again, you know, they, they put the trust in me and so I, I wanted to deliver. And, and, um, and so the first thing, like I said, was a string quartet uh, with, a, with an actor who I actually became, uh, ended up becoming buddies with. Good guy. You know, he looked familiar. He's one of those guys, one of those actors that you're like, I definitely know him from something, but you can't, you can't immediately pinpoint it. And I'm sure he gets that all the time. And I'm sure that's wildly annoying. Um, but, but um, you know, just one of those faces that you're like, I, you're, you've been a bad guy in movies. I, I, I've seen you before. You know, that's that, it's that kind of look. And anyway, because probably because I didn't really know who he was, we became quick friends. 
you know, when you put artists together, it, it's all it, it's all animals in the same zoo. You know, like <laughs> you know, I'm I'm <laughs> excuse me, I'm uh, I'm 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 in the giraffe cage and he's in the in the monkey cage. But you know, we can see each other. We wave. We get it. We're all <laughs> we're all being stared at by people holding tickets. <laughs> And, um, and so that was the first bit. And then the second bit was, um, like a, a rock guitarist and a drummer in this really cool lit room. And they were up on, on these cutout pedestals. And then there was a, a man standing in the middle, a contortionist who was wearing some clothes designed by a designer. And, you know, it's just like these elements were all put together to see what happens, see what works. And, it, and I'm missing all of this because I'm hanging out in the, in the, in the artist area, just trying to, <laughs> just trying to let time pass until I have to sing. But I can hear it all going on. It's it's obviously a big success. It's going wild. And then they move on. And there's there's a, a fantastic uh, guy, buddy of mine named um, uh, Fritz, who plays the glass harmonium. And I've done a couple of shows with him. I did a show with him in Philadelphia, and a and a show in um, in at the Met, and a show in Santa Fe. Like he he's the guy who plays the the glass harmonium in in Lucia. And he's wildly talented, and he makes electronic music too. And so he was. He was doing his bit, and there was a dancer, um, phenomenal dancer from the Martha Graham School, and she was, she was doing her, you know, her her dance while he was doing his electronic music, and it was just wild. I caught a good bit of that, and it was just, it was amazing, truly amazing. And so by the time I come out, the the audience is pumped. Uh, they were ready for me, and I stumbled upon what turned out to be one of the greatest jazz accompanists in New York. And um, I don't want accompanist is the wrong word. It's a jazz pianist. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, to belittle the man's um, talents because they are vast. Uh, I went to uh, I went to this place called the Russian Vodka Room after a performance, and one of our cast members brought us there. And she wanted to. She knew the owner, and she wanted to you know show us some um, some great food and, and a great evening. And there was a there was this jazz singer and 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 pianist there, and I and we sort of met them, and you know. Half a carafe of vodka later, I'm singing with the guy, and, and we're having a great time, and it just hit me right in that moment. I said, oh, man, I got this gig coming up. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? And so we, we had a couple of emails, and he was in immediately, and we got together for an hour, and then he was my guy for this performance. And he, you know, he, one of these brilliant minds, these guys that could play anything in any key in any style now. And so when you have somebody like that, a guy like Craig Terry or... Um, the, the, my, my company's name is, um, Misha Tsiganov and, um, you can find all this stuff. Check all these links on my Instagram, Art Bath, the people who are running Art Bath, Liz at Art Bath, Mara at Art Bath and, and Misha uh, Tsiganov, my, my companies. These, these people are phenomenal. Have a, have a look at their business and, and check it out. And, um, and so when you have somebody like this who can play anything at any time, you're never going to have a mistake. There is no mistake. So preparation is different. Like when I'm doing an opera, guarantee that none of you hear it until I have been with that score in my hands for 40 hours and I've had three weeks of rehearsal. That's the first time a, a, a civilian is going to hear me sing it. So in, when it came to this, nobody had, <laughs> nobody had ever heard me sing this stuff. And we rehearsed for about an hour and some a little bit at the, at the, at the vodka room uh, the week prior. So we really, <laughs> this was not well rehearsed. Uh, but with a guy like that, it's going to go well. And so if you know the song, you just go. And he's going to follow. And he was throwing solos in. And 
we had the audience right away. We had them. We had them immediately. They were with us, and and what a feeling! What a good feeling that is. And I said it at the time. I I turned to the audience after they gave me the third humongous applause. They were, you know, every song they're giving me this tremendous applause, and I was not expecting that at all. N- you know, not to say that it was so great, but I think they were just so energized for a, for a great show. They had they had seen great stuff, and they were ready for more. And and I and I think I got shown in that light, which was fantastic. And really, after the third song, I just turned to them and I said, I, I, I really can't tell you how good this feels. You know, like that's, that, that was, I had to think about it. I had to think about what this had done to me um, as an artist, you know. I love singing opera. I love using my voice. I love telling stories with my voice and, 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 and putting together a show. I love this process. But it is also my full-time job. And so it's, it's easy to have that mindset and I don't sing these these show tunes, pop tunes, jazz songs. I don't. It's that's what I do in the shower. But nobody nobody gets to hear me do it. And so to do it for people and to have it go well, God, it was fun. It really was fun. You know, I'm not I'm not standing at the precipice of crossing over by <laughs> by any stretch. But this was such a fun. We'll call it a uh, side hustle. I loved it. I really loved it. And I would not hesitate to do it again. And I would I would encourage all of my friends that if that if uh, uh, Liz over at Art Bath asked you to do something. You you just say yes. Just say yes and go along with it. It's it's a great time. I was treated so well and and um, from beginning to end, there was nothing that I could I could complain about. And 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 we're you know artists are brilliant at complaining about stuff. We're really expert expert complainers. And I there was nothing at any point that I thought didn't go as well as it could have. Honestly, and they sold the place out and they gave me a great energized crowd, and I loved it. And, and I had to think about it, and I said this to somebody. I said, you know, well, when I'm singing opera, the most satisfying part for me is when it's done and I'm happy with how it went. That's when I feel really satisfied. And in, in the singing moment, I enjoy it. I enjoy it if I know it's going well. I enjoy that if I feel like I'm doing something special or creating a moment. I, I enjoy that. But the real satisfaction comes when it's over and I think we did it. You know, it's like a victory. Like, okay, that was it. Another good show. We did that. And, and with this gig the other night, I enjoyed it while it was happening. It was more fun when it was happening than when it was over. I didn't want it to be over. I wanted it to keep going, really. I'm sorry I didn't sing twice as many. Just from the, the energy that I was getting back from the audience was so rewarding. I feel like I'm running my mouth right now. <laughs> anyway, that was, a, that was a truly, truly great time. And um, I, I want to thank everybody over there at Art Bath. Check out their Instagram uh, my, my accompanist, Misha Tsiganov, uh, check out his Instagram. These guys are wildly talented and doing great stuff. And it was a, an honor and a privilege to have been a part of it. And I would never hesitate to do it again. That was, that was a, a truly a fun and, and rewarding evening for me. And, and, um, check it out. I've got some videos up on my business, on my stuff, all those places that we hate and love and can't live without. Um, you can see a little bit of it there and I'm going to try and get more of it up. Uh, you know, like I said, we're not we're not at the precipice of, of crossing over, but this was a fun, fun, successful side hustle that um, that I would I would love to uh, find more venues for because it really was a good time. And, and if you know, who knows? Maybe that audience is super friendly. They were definitely tipsy. You know, <laughs> uh, when you have a, a small arts organization like that, there's one thing for sure: is that money is not abound, and so. Um, you know, they, they've got to do their best to get people to, to, to buy wine and buy snacks and buy, buy, um, 
programs and posters and these kind of things like that's that's a that's a big part of it especially in the early stages of a of a of an arts program like this and it, it's um it was so successful i'm sure they could double the ticket prices and still sell it out and it was a small crowd i mean we're talking 75 people at the most and and um you know and in these small spaces it felt like a it felt like the right size crowd i think they probably have uh, size issues but it's a it's something to um consider because it could you know this could grow out of hand and then maybe the 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 cool atmosphere of it goes away and it's not so interesting but you know the, these acts were world class and it was and we were allowed to create we were allowed to come up with what we wanted to do there was no stipulation nobody said at no point did anybody say to me what are you singing nobody asked me how long i was going to sing nobody asked me nothing all they said what tell us what you need and we're going to provide it and that was it and, you know, it, I'm, it must have been a surprise to everybody until I had a little bit of um, practice uh, th- that, that early evening before the show started. We, we just kind of sound checked the room. I think that was probably the first time anybody knew what I was going to do. And um, there was a lot of trust and freedom in that. And, and um, I loved it. I really loved it. That, that's all I want to say. Art Bath. Check it out. Aida's going great. We're, we're introducing new cast members all the time. There's like... A mess of different cast members happening. And the Met got cyber attacked this week. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. It's awful. It really is awful. What a fucking headache they have created. Uh, they can't even sell tickets right now. Or they, they found out a way to sell some tickets. But, you know, for three days, they couldn't sell tickets. Because uh, they had no way to, to, to print them. They had no way to even know what was already sold or what was available. Like... We, we were so beholden to this computer system, like everybody, every place, that, that, a, that a real cyber attack is completely debilitating. And that's, that's going on right now. And, and I feel for them because I know they're, they're scrambling just to make sure that everybody gets paid on time. You know, you got a lot of employees over there. It's Christmas time. People have families. It's not the time to mess with money. And, there's, and so they're, they're figuring out a way to make sure that everybody gets their paycheck. But I, I know it's a tremendous task. Uh, set up for them that uh, it's it's um, I I don't envy the people whose headache this is right now. <sighs> Lots of speculation on cyber attacks, but I, I I don't know why you go after an arts organization. I understand it's got three hundred million dollar uh, a year budget, but you know th- we're we're not we're not living in the lap of luxury here. There, this is a th- this is it's non for profit. You know the the three hundred million is what it costs. Uh, and so, you know, when you're, when you, when you're cyber attacked, I just assume it's somebody that wants ransom money, right? It's not, why would, why else would you do it just to be an asshole? I don't, that doesn't make sense to me. So if there's, if there's some kind of, um, ransom involved, it's, I don't, I, I, I guess this is the place to go. I think you'd be a lot better, you'd be a lot better off at a company that was for profit. You know, if you, if you held, um, if you held Facebook ransom, you could probably, get, probably get a lot of money out of it, but uh, you know, just, just because of the size of this organization doesn't mean that there's just a, some tremendous cash flow. There isn't, uh, spoken for, we, we, we're running, we're running on a budget. Uh, that's been, that's been pretty awful, but you know, the show goes on, even if we can't sell the last minute tickets, uh, or like I said, they have figured out a way now. I think, uh, going through Lincoln center now, there's a way to, to, to buy tickets. So don't, don't not buy tickets. Cause I said it, I think there's a way now, but just not through the Metropolitan Opera website and definitely not at the box office. Uh, but they, they have figured out a way, but the show goes on. We do the show. That's what we do here. Uh, you know, you can kick us, but we're staying. We've, we've been here for hundreds of years and we're going to continue. Um, that's it. 
I love you for listening. It's gotten cold in New York. Everybody, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks. Bye. You have found